0: chapter fifteen of hartman the anarchist by e douglas fawcett this librivox recording is in the public domain the morrow of the disasters it was late when i came downstairs to learn what the night had brought forth mrs northerton was kindness itself and persisted in regarding me as Lena's heroic rescuer whereas i had really done nothing which entitled me to distinction Our midnight ride had been only that of two people on one horse, for no molestation whatever had been offered us. Still, taking time by the forelock, I suggested that the rescuer had some claim on the lady, and finally revealed our secret at the true psychological moment. Mrs. Northerton said she had long looked forward to the union, and that her husband had been quite as sagacious as herself she was only sorry that things looked so black around us how would all this anarchy end it was scarcely a time to think of hymen for aught we could tell we might all be beggared or possibly even butchered to make an anarchist's holiday the story of my adventures was retold in detail and the astonishment of my hearers at the revelations knew no bounds they had wondered greatly at my absence but were now of opinion that to have sailed in the air in the Attila was a privilege the historian would grudge me. I replied that the spectacle of the great massacre was so far from being a privilege that the bare memory of it horrified me. Had I known exactly what to expect, I should have accepted Hartman's offer and been promptly landed beforehand. My narrative having come to an end, we were speculating on the outlook "'when a tramp of feet arrested us, "'and all four of us rushed simultaneously to the window. "'Good cheer! "'A regiment of volunteers was marching briskly towards the park, "'their bayonets flashing brightly in the sunlight. "'Was there a reaction? "'Had the forces of order rallied? "'Had the progress of the Attila been checked? "'In a very short time I was in the street, "'greedy for information.' accosting an officer i asked him what was the news he said that the aaron had ceased dropping petroleum that a vigorous reaction had taken place that the conflagrations were partly checked while the anarchists and rioters were being driven mercilessly from the streets with bullet and cold steel without more ado i ran back into the house and shouting good tidings to old northerton enlisted him forthwith for an expedition Our plan of campaign was speedily agreed upon. We should make our way to Hyde Park, and find out all about the destruction of last night from the crowds who would be sure to gather there. Mrs. Northerton and Lena protested, as was only to be expected, but very little attention, I am afraid, was paid to them. Taking a satchel of provisions and a couple of flasks of claret with us, we left the ladies to brood over our temerity at their leisure, One thing must be added. Though it seemed improbable that chances would favour me, I stuffed into my breast-pocket poor Mrs. Hartman's last letter. It certainly would not be my fault if her fiendish son failed to get it, and having got it, to relish it. We followed the regiment for a while till Westbourne Grove was reached. The heat, smoke and dusk here were intolerable, and whole clumps of buildings were still merrily blazing. Every now and then the crack of rifles could be heard, and we knew that somewhere or other justice was being summarily administered. At this point a stranger, evidently a gentleman, stepped up and asked us if we had heard the latest. We answered that both the events of the night and the early morning were for the most part unknown to us. Thereupon he stated, "'and all through the night fires were being kindled in every direction by the Aeron "'It had been discovered, too, that hundreds if not thousands of confederates "'were pushing on this abominable work below, "'and that these, by inciting the mob to violence, "'had greatly assisted to swell the terrible list of catastrophes. "'He added that the Aeron had drawn off a while "'and was wheeling idly about the park in wide circles.' occasionally discharging her guns whenever the crowds grew dense meantime order had been partially restored the military albeit many soldiers were suspected of complicity had been called out the police at first helpless had rallied and volunteer regiments and special police corps were pouring on to the different scenes of action anarchists and rioters were being shot down in batches and it was believed that all cooperation with the f from below had been at last practically extirpated. Then came an announcement which moved me to barely repressed excitement. The f during the early morning had been seen to descend into the park and to deposit four men subsequently rising to her old altitude. The police were now searching for them in all directions and it was said that their arrest was imminent did you hear of the balloon attack continued our communicative informant no we replied in unison deeply interested well some time after midnight the thought occurred to bates the aeronaut that this aeronef might possibly be fought in her own element in the grounds of the military exhibition in south kensington was the balloon used for visitors ascents providing himself with a rifle and three well-charged bombs, a terribly risky thing, no doubt, but look at the emergency. He had the silk inflated, and the wind, suiting, rose up steadily, meaning to get above his opponent, and, if possible, shatter her with his missiles. Unfortunately, the blaze rushing up from a newly-fired group of mansions revealed the daring aeronaut. It was a pretty, if a terrible picture, "'the little balloon drifting up towards the mighty aeronef "'in the glow of those blazing roofs. "'Did he get near enough to throw? "'No, poor fellow. "'A journalist who was below with a night-glass "'says he never had even a chance. "'One of the men on the deck of the aeronef "'pulled out a revolver and fired, "'and the balloon, pierced through and through, "'at once began to descend rapidly. "'On its reaching the ground with a shock in Earl's Court Road, THE BOMBS EXPLODED, AND THE CAR AND ITS PLUCKY occupants WERE SHATTERED TO PIECES. POOR CHAP, A WILD ATTEMPT, BUT RATS IN A HOLE CANNOT BE PARTICULAR, SAID OLD NORTHERTON. THANKING OUR informants HEARTILY, WE MOVED HASTILY ON, BOTH EAGER TO SEE SOMETHING OF THE MOVEMENTS OF THE TERRIBLE VESSEL. THE LANDING OF THE FOUR MEN DID NOT PERPLEX ME FOR LONG. Schwartz, AS I KNEW, HAD BEEN PREPARED TO DESCEND, but why four in this enterprise for which one alone had been originally told off the solution which suggested itself to me was this despite the devastation he had caused hartman was very dissatisfied with the result his vast outlay of material had not effected the ruin of one-fifth part of the great city while in all probability the resources of the attila were becoming somewhat strained Relatively to her size, these resources were undoubtedly slender, and it was requisite, accordingly, to devise some new and less costly mode of attack. Of the lull in the work of the incendiaries, Hartman must have got wind, but not knowing the cause of it, and anxious to secure a redoubled activity below, now so indispensable to his success, he had dispatched four of the crew to fan their energies into fury that their efforts would be futile was now certain enough the problematical part of the affair was the supposition that they would ever get back to their baffled leader at all probably they were now bitterly regretting their temerity if indeed they had not been shot against the wall by the furious restorers of order just then a squad of soldiers passed by escorting some incendiaries whose faces filthy with grime and brutal to a degree filled us with loathing and anger they were to be shot in a neighbouring mews, and if the accounts we heard were reliable richly deserved their fate what kicks their captors were giving them the faces seemed unfamiliar to me all alike of a low grade of ruffianism such as every great city breeds but which never declares its strength till the day of weakness arrives but suddenly one of the wretches who lagged somewhat behind the rest received a sharp cuff from a soldier and in the volley of curses that followed i recognised a well-known and long detested voice it was that of michael Schwartz, who bruised handcuffed befouled with grime and dirt was being driven like a bullock to a slaughter-house "'How savage a despair must have goaded him "'in the last few minutes of his dark and damnable life! "'I turned away with a shudder, "'glad, however, to think that this fiend at least "'was no longer to cumber the ground. "'Might the three other men of his party meet with the same luck?' "'After half an hour's walk, we found ourselves in Hyde Park. "'Our informant had not misled us, high above the sward circled the attila her graceful flight and vast bulk her silvery grey sides and projecting aeroplane her long ruddy flag streaming above the screw-blades her ram-like horned bow and above all her now hideous repute rendering her a weirdly conspicuous object old mr northerton's face was a picture the look he bent on me was one of unconcealed and almost childish wonder at the airinef and of deep respect for his would-be son-in-law who had actually trodden its deck he seemed fascinated by the wondrous air-vessel and lamented loudly that its conception should have lodged in so unworthy and fiendish a mind think what a good man might have effected for his kind for their creature comforts and commerce for the cause of civilization science and culture a fleet of such ships would render england monarch of the nations and arm her with power to sweep away hordes of monstrous iniquities war could finally be stamped out and universal arbitration substituted for it until france or russia began to launch similar fleets i added for it seemed clear enough that nations who could fight with armies and ironclads "'would have no insuperable prejudice against fighting with airships. "'If only one nation possessed these airinefs, "'she would doubtless silence the rest, "'but in actual practice inventions of this character "'cannot be permanently kept secret.' "'There were very few persons in the park, "'for the dread of the airinef was universal. "'Her guns dexterously singled out crowds, hence... No one wished to recruit them, and any symptom of their formation in the neighbourhood speedily corrected itself. Outside the railings, indeed, there were plenty of onlookers, but there the military patrolled the streets, and bodies of mounted police vigorously seconded their efforts. I was told by a bystander that severe fighting was going on in East London, but that nothing serious of late was reported from the West End. This sounded all very well, but what if the Attila was once more to reopen fire? How about the restoration of order then? Would regiments clear the streets under bonfire? Would police hunt down incendiaries in the teeth of petroleum showers? The man admitted that in that case chaos must follow, but nevertheless he reckoned the vessel was emptied. She can't hold much more stuff at any rate the reed was unfortunately slender as he had shortly cause to discover i was gazing at the stray onlookers around us when a strange group caught my eye two men had just entered the park followed by a third with his hat pulled well forward over his brow the two men in advance were talking excitedly and pointed at intervals to the erronef something in their faces riveted my attention and as they came nearer, I recognised Norris among them. Ay, and the villainous Thomas himself was bringing up the rear. What were they doing here at such an hour? My notion was that their mission had completely failed, that their associates were being shot down, and that they were now seeking a haven from danger in the Attila. But was it possible that they could be embarked in the broad light of day, in the face of crowd, police, and military? Were they even expected back so early from the fulfilment of their task? Whatever the explanation might be, one thing was clear. The chance for my letter had come. As Norris passed me, I looked him full in the face. He grew pale as death, and I saw him feel spasmodically for his revolver. Evidently he thought that I should denounce him, and was prepared to die biting. Of course no semblance of such a plan had crossed my mind. Hateful to me as were these anarchists, they had treated me well on the Attila, and with them I had once amicably broken salt. Honour shielded even the enemies of the human race from such a scurvy return. Brushing past Norris, I whispered, a letter for the captain, stuffing it dexterously into his hand at the same time, This action passed wholly unnoticed even by Norris's companions, while the worthy ex-commissioner was far too well absorbed in the Aeroneth to mark my brief departure from his side. Norris himself passed on hurriedly, directing his steps to the central portion of the park. I watched the three anarchists till they reached an almost deserted spot about four hundred yards off and it then became evident that they were bent on signalling to the attila for aught i knew hartman in his conning tower was even now sweeping the sward with his powerful field-glass i saw norris produce something out of the breast of his coat and fuddle eagerly about it with his companions the anarchist then lay down on the grass and seemed to be awaiting some answer "'It was some time, however, before I seized the true rendering of their conduct, "'and but for a stray yellow gleam, showing up between Norris and one of the others, "'I should not have seized it at all. "'The device adopted was simple. "'The gallant three were evidently being waited and watched for. "'To ensure notice, they had agreed to exhibit a large yellow flag, "'and for security's sake they had unrolled this at full length on the grass.' lying round it at the same time so as to screen it from observation the problem remaining over was how the attila was to get them safely on board she was perhaps some two hundred and fifty feet above them at the moment and the difficulty in such a situation seemed almost insuperable suddenly a cry for mr northerton arrested me the aeronef was curving swiftly in and out so as to trace a sort of descending spiral then when nearly over the flag she stopped almost dead and seemed to be falling rapidly it's falling it's falling yelled mr northerton but i knew better that fall was adjusted by the sand levers the attila sank slowly to the ground the police military and spectators outside and inside the railing rushed forward to the scene with loud cries of exultation. All were seized with the desire to be in at the death, to vent their rage on the foe, who now seemed to have lost his might. It was with the greatest trouble that I held Mr. Northerton back. He was carried away by the sight of the thousands streaming into the park, and converging in masses on the fallen monster. They were now close up, several rifle-cracks told that the soldiers to the fore were already hotly engaged were perhaps striving to storm the hull and then came a dread disenchantment end of chapter fifteen